Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Salvation and God's timing, Genesis chapter eight. Waiting in the ark. Once inside the ark, all Noah and his family could do was wait, wait and take care of all the animals. For 150 days, they floated on the water while the earth got a good cleaning. All of the wickedness of humanity was washed away, and all that was left was one righteous man, Noah, and his family, and of course the animals with them in the ark. The significance of one man, because of one man, Noah, the animals and human race were saved. According to the Bible, there was just one righteous man, Noah. But what about Noah's three sons? We have to assume the only reason they were saved was because of their father. Because of Noah's righteous life, three men and four women were saved, as were thousands of animals. They all found shelter in Noah's ark. Noah's sons were not described in the same righteous way Noah was described, yet. They were with Noah and were saved. Have you ever felt like a Noah in this world? Maybe you feel alone among unbelieving family members, coworkers, or friends. Consider the incredible opportunity you have to be a Noah to them. As you welcome them into your life, you can share the love of Christ with them. As God has blessed your life, the blessings can flow to your family and friends, even if they do not know Jesus Christ. Pray for them to someday receive the gift of salvation through Christ and be saved. But God remembered. Genesis chapter eight verses one to five. But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark, and He sent a wind over the earth, and the waters receded. Now the springs of the deep and the floodgates of the heavens had been closed, and the rain had stopped falling from the sky. The water receded steadily from the earth. At the end of the 150 days, the water had gone down, and on the 17th day of the seventh month, the ark came to rest on the mountains of Ararat. The waters continued to recede until the 10th month, and on the first day of the 10th month, the tops of the mountains became visible. All of Noah's hard work building the ark, all of the terror of the rain and the underground water springing forth, all of the tossing on the waves, floating aimlessly for 150 days—these were not easy times for Noah. His main objective in life was survival. And then, in the midst of the devastation, comes this beautiful phrase: "But God remembered Noah." What a relief! Noah was not alone. God was with him, and God was focusing His attention on him. There may be times in life 
where it seems we are all alone, surrounded by hardship and we feel like we're just trying to survive. What a comfort to know God remembers you. Psalm 121 verses 1 to 4. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. When God remembered Noah, what did he do? He sent a wind. Genesis chapter 8 verse 1, But God remembered Noah and all the wild animals and the livestock that were with him in the ark. And he sent a wind, ruach, over the earth, and the waters receded. I have to think God was remembering another time a wind blew over the waters. Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 and 2. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God, Ruach, was hovering over the waters. The Hebrew word for wind is Ruach, which also is translated Spirit. After the flood, we once again see the Spirit of God hovering over the water where there was no life. God was preparing to bring new life to the earth, just as he had done at the dawn of creation. The wickedness of the world had been washed away by the waters of the flood, and now a new life was about to come forth. For believers in Jesus Christ, the waters of our baptism are a symbol of the washing away of our old sinful life. And as we come out of the baptism waters, we begin our new life with Christ. In the New Testament, Peter compared the flood waters of Noah's time with our baptism water. 1 Peter chapter 3 verses 20 to 22. In it, the ark, only a few people, eight in all, were saved through water. And this water symbolizes the baptism that now saves you also. Not the removal of dirt from the body, but the pledge of a clear conscience toward God. It saves you by the resurrection of Jesus Christ who has gone into heaven and is at God's right hand with angels, authorities, and powers in submission to him. Through the flood, the earth was purged of wickedness and sinful humanity died. But Noah and his family were saved. Baptism is a symbol of our spiritual death and the cleansing of our heart by Jesus Christ. When we come up and out of the baptism water, we are raised to a new life with Christ. Our heart is washed clean, and we are born again, new and clean. Life in the Ark Before Noah could come out of the ark and enjoy the new life God was creating for him and his family, there was a lot of waiting to do. How long was Noah in the ark? Can you figure it out? Genesis chapter 8, verses 6 to 17. After 40 days, Noah opened a window he had made in the ark and sent out a raven. And it kept flying back and forth until the water had dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove to see if the water had receded from the surface of the ground. But the dove could find nowhere to perch because there was water over the surface of the earth. So it returned to Noah in the ark. He reached out his hand 
and took the dove and brought it back to himself in the ark. He waited seven more days and again sent out the dove from the ark. When the dove returned to him in the evening, there in his beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf. Then Noah knew that the water had receded from the earth. He waited seven more days and sent the dove out again, but this time it did not return to him. By the first day of the first month of Noah's 601st year, the water had dried up from the earth. Noah then removed the covering from the ark and saw that the surface of the ground was dry. By the 27th day of the second month, the earth was completely dry. Then God said to Noah, Come out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring out every kind of living creature that is with you, the birds, the animals, and all the creatures that move along the ground, so they can multiply on the earth and be fruitful and increase in number on it. Noah recorded a meticulous timeline of events. The Jewish calendar is a lunar calendar, and each month is 29 to 30 days long, depending on the cycle of the moon. Biblical scholars have considered Noah's timeline and have come up with differing numbers of days. But most agree the number of days Noah was in the ark was 364 to 370 days. One year, according to our modern calendar. When the floodwaters began to recede after 150 days, the ark came to rest on a mountain. But it was a long time before other mountaintops were visible, and an even longer time before the earth was dry. While Noah was waiting, he opened a window and surveyed the world. What a sight that scene must have been! After some time, Noah decided to begin to check the conditions of the earth. He first sent out a raven. The raven flew back and forth and then returned to the ark. Then Noah sent out a dove. The dove also returned, having found no place to rest. One week later, Noah sent out the dove again. This time, the dove returned with an olive branch. This must have been very encouraging. One more week later, Noah sent out the dove again, and this time, the dove never returned. Finally, the earth was ready. Or was it? Noah lifted off the covering of the ark to survey the world. The surface of the earth was dry, but he did not leave the ark until God himself finally commanded him to come out of the ark. Noah was in the ark for at least one year, and he waited for God to directly tell him it was time to leave. The earth was not ready before this moment. Noah had to wait for God's perfect timing. Noah could not depend on his own good judgment. He did check on the condition of things. He sent out the raven, the dove, and he himself looked out to see the dry land. However, he did not move until God said, go. Would you have as much patience? Have you ever had to wait for something? I find the hardest part about waiting is not knowing how long I have to wait. Noah had no idea how long he would stay in the ark, but he waited. What held him inside? Why didn't he just break out, stretch his legs, and breathe the fresh air? 
He knew it was not God's time, and Noah had the fear of the Lord. He had learned to only do what God told him to do. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. Sometimes we want to get out of the ark too soon. We take a look and make a decision on our own good judgment. We don't wait for God's clear direction. What if Noah had just broken the door down and gotten on with life? There would have been a big muddy mess. God knew best and he kept Noah in the ark until the right time. If you find yourself waiting for something, do not get out of the ark before God tells you to go. Noah's first act in the new world, worship. Genesis chapter 8, verses 18 to 22. So Noah came out together with his sons and his wife and his sons' wives, all the animals and all the creatures that move along the ground and all the birds, everything that move on the land, came out of the ark, one kind after another. Then Noah built an altar to the Lord, and taking some of all the clean animals and clean birds, he sacrificed burnt offerings on it. The Lord smelled the pleasing aroma and said in his heart, Never again will I curse the ground because of humans, even though every inclination of the human heart is evil from childhood. And never again will I destroy all living creatures as I have done. As long as the earth endures, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night will never cease. Finally, Noah, his family, and all the animals emerged from the ark to the new world. At this moment, Noah is still completely focused on the Lord. His first action after surviving a catastrophic flood and then living in an ark for one year, he built an altar of worship. On the altar Noah built for worship, he sacrificed some of the clean animals. These were the first fruits of his new life, the first thing and the best thing he could offer. God's response. God was pleased. He would not curse the ground and he would not destroy all living creatures. He responded to Noah's offering with a promise to preserve life. A warning. This chapter ends with a somber warning. The human heart was still evil. Every inclination of a man's heart is evil, even from childhood. What hope is there for humankind? What could change this evil heart? Only Jesus can change our evil hearts. There is nothing we can do to make ourselves clean. We must come to Jesus and he will clean us just as the floodwaters cleansed the earth. We are cleansed. Has your heart been washed by the cleansing blood of Jesus Christ? Without Jesus Christ, our hearts are wicked, like the people of Noah's day. God wants to clean your heart like he cleaned the earth. Our baptism symbolizes this cleansing, and we are continuously washed by the word of God. After we have been cleansed by Christ, our response should be the same as Noah's response. 
We should offer a sacrifice of worship to the Lord, and we should offer Him our lives. Thanks for having some spiritual limey with us. 感谢你今天属灵外卖。We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. 希望你喜欢灵里满足。And we hope you come back for some more. 期待你再次回来。We love ya. 我们爱你哟、哦。